Dr. Dex Rodman here. What healthy we are. I just returned from an incredible trip to London, and I thought it would be fitting to talk about traveling by airplane in 2021. And then in 2022 is probably going to be pretty similar to what my experiences were. Um, I think this is really worth talking about because through this pandemic, People have stayed home and it's it's very isolating and it's not healthy for us. And I think people are starting to venture out and we're seeing, you know, fear and anxiety and all kinds of different things. And I'll tell you, I have traveled quite a bit through this pandemic. I have gone to New York City. I've gone to Mexico City. I've gone to Acapulco. I've gone to London. Um, I've gone to Florida. I've gone to New Jersey. I, I've been all over the place and I, all on airplanes and staying in hotels. And, you know, in the beginning, I was just anxious like everybody else. But then I realized, you know what? I'm healthy. And if I do the right things, I'm going to stay healthy and I'm going to do the best that I can. And so whether I'm at home or if I'm out in another state or another country, then if I continue to do these same things, then I think that, you know, I'll be safe and knock on wood. And that was meant to be noisy. Knock on wood. I um, haven't gotten sick and I have been able to keep myself um, safe and healthy. And I think it's really because of the things that I do in my life to do that. Um, so much has changed in travel. And um, I think most of this is the pandemic, um, you know, fueling this change. So for those of you that really want to venture out, I want to give you a few tips to help you so that um, you can keep your wits about you so that you can keep your sanity and um, so you can have your head in the clouds, so to speak. So what I do is I just make sure that I keep myself occupied. And so what does that mean? I listen to music or I might listen to a podcast um, while I'm on the airplane or if I'm in the Delta room or if I'm in the terminal waiting to board my plane. Um, books, bring a book, um, do a crossword, play a game, do something to just kind of trick your mind. And before you know it, you'll be on the other side of the pond, as they say in London. You know, you'll be on the other side of your trip and you'll be on the ground. Um, Whenever I get on an airplane, I actually take wipes with me. I always have a good mask on, an N95, a KN95, or a surgical mask. I don't just use a cloth mask um, because people are in close proximity to you. And, you know, that can be, who knows? We don't know how you catch viruses or, or especially this COVID-19. Who really knows? Um, I know masks can actually cause a lot of anxiety for a lot of people. So if you keep your mind busy, you'll forget that you're wearing masks mask and hopefully that will help and that's what I try to do because gosh I wear masks probably you know between 12 and 14 hours a day when I'm seeing patients and you know it's oh sometimes you can't breathe and it just can it can really create a lot of stress and fear and anxiety in you and don't let it rule you I want you to get out and explore the world but do it safely I have a call and I have a question that just came in from Alice and she says the anxiety of being around people in the airport and then crammed into a jet is almost too much for me to bear. Now we have to wear masks and worry about the Delta variant. And I'm going to tell you something else, Alice. I know you don't want to hear this, but I just heard there's another variant. Eh, we expect it. You got to just stay healthy. So she says, how can I prepare for something I'm so worried about? Well, you know, that's a really good question. I feel like if you eat healthy quality food, if you pay attention to the water that you're drinking and not just 
Make sure you're drinking plenty of it, but you're drinking good quality water. I myself drink Kangen water, which is alkaline water. You can pick the water that you want, but you know, just please be aware of what you're picking. And there is a difference between good water and bad water. That's a whole segment in and of itself. And I'll talk about that another day. Make sure you're taking great vitamins. B vitamins help reduce your stress. You want to take magnesium that will calm you. You can also take things like vitamin C and zinc, vitamin D3, glutathione, those things help you to boost your immune system. So I'm not just saying take those things because they're going to cure COVID. That is not what I'm saying. I'm saying take those things so that your immune system is good and strong. And when that happens, then your body can fight the things that it comes into contact with. So God forbid you're in contact with COVID. These things hopefully will give you a better chance to not contract it or have milder symptoms from it. So I hope that helps. I think that's a great question, Alice. I think this is on everybody's minds because I don't know about you, but I needed to break free. So break free, go travel, be healthy, be safe, enjoy. I do should send pictures. Tell me where you've gone so I know. So I've just returned from the pond, they call it the other side of the pond, I guess I should say. I just returned from a trip to London. And while I was there, I spoke at the University of Oxford. And this was such an honor to be able to be there and to do that. And, you know, it was one of my dreams to be able to go internationally and become an international speaker. Because a lot of you may not know this, but when I first started speaking, boy, I hated speaking. And everyone would tell me, you are such a natural at it. You're so good at it. And the thing that I started to embrace was, you know, there's only so many hours in the day and there's only so many people within a certain, you know, radius of my office. And so, you know, my reach was, was really shortened by that. So I thought, you know, through speech and communication, it would increase my ability to reach people that are not in my state or in my city or can't come in to see me. But then it gives me the ability to make a difference all the, in all of the states of the United States and across the world. So I wanted to be an international speaker, and I was afforded the opportunity to do that again when I hit London last week. Um, you know, people were telling me, don't go. You can't go. It's over there. My husband was nervous about it. You know, what if you can't come back? And you know what, really? My issue was I couldn't get into the UK. It was really tough to get onto that airplane and have your, your COVID um, test results and have your locator form. And they would call you and check on you. And it was really tough actually getting in there. But I said, I am going to show up. And you know what, my coach and everybody should have a good coach, but my coach always told me, just show up. And when you do that, great things are going to happen. He used to always tell me this too, you know, when it gets scary is when it gets good. So the scarier, the better. And I used to be so afraid to get up and speak. And of course, now it's just kind of second nature to me to, for me to do that. But I was able to talk to people about health and wellness and life and the pandemic and what we can do to be healthy in Europe. It was awesome. And I'm super excited to be able to share that experience with you. Um, to me, it's about never, ever giving up. It's about making the impossible possible. I never take no for an answer. Nothing is impossible ever. 
you can always make it happen. And I've made it happen by going to all these different places during the pandemic when they said you cannot travel. They even actually told another speaker that, that was there that she could not get on the airplane because United States citizens could not go to the UK. And she looked at him and she said, and in her cute little accent. And then she went to another airline, booked another ticket, and she met me there. So it was kind of cool. Um, you got to be persistent. So if someone says no, ask someone else. It's like being a kid all over again, right? If mom says no, ask dad. And eventually you're going to get the answer that you want. You're going to achieve your, achieve your goals, um, achieve your your dreams. I'm going to say your dreams, right? And um, never let go of those dreams. Never let go of those hopes because I always say, put it out into the universe and leave it out there. And those things are going to come true. I have a question from Joanne and Joanne says, it's very hard for me to stay motivated. Yes, I know that well. It happens to many, many people, Joanne, you are not alone. Once you have a goal in mind, Dr. Deb, do you have some best practices of daily routines that you use? And I think that is a fantastic question because there is a lot of different things that I do. I make sure I stay really, really well hydrated. I actually get um, IVs, sometimes just fluids. Oftentimes I'll add vitamin C or glutathione or other vitamins right into that so I can stay really, really well hydrated. So drink lots of water, but not only lots of water, quality water, you want good quality quality water that's not loaded with toxins and and a acceptable amount of urine or acceptable amount of feces or an acceptable amount of somebody else's medications in your water. And I'm telling you, that is the truth. They do allow that. Um, another thing is make sure you get plenty of sleep. Rest is when your body heals. So get as much sleep as you possibly can, because the better rested you are, the healthier you're going to be and the better you're going to feel. I take really great quality supplements. Most of them are nutraceuticals. Those are just pharmaceutical grade supplements. Qualities of supplements, I know where they come from. I know what's in them. I know how they're going to impact my body and support my immune system and support my overall health. And you know what? This is a really, really big one. And I think a lot of people have lost this one. And it's life balance. We got to maintain balance in our lives. We got to make sure we work a certain amount of hours. And honestly, I think I could live in London. They have all kinds of holidays there. And um, they work just from a certain time and they certainly know how to relax. Meals are three hours long and your body's digesting and it's so healthy for you to eat that way and to be that way. Here in the US, we're a lot more rushed. So take the time, keep your life balanced, be with your family, be with your friends, stay safe, drink your water, sleep as much as you can, take your supplements, exercise, and not all exercise is created equal, but make sure you're doing great exercise. I like to do yoga, walk, and do weights to keep my bones nice and strong as I get older. Um, I think these are some great tips. Joanne, that was an awesome question because I know a lot of people out there have the same question. So thank you for asking. And I hope I answered it really well for you. So I just also returned. I just returned from Cambridge University in London, one of my dreams to be an international speaker. And I did really want to talk about the state of 
health and our healthcare system. And I really think it's worth it because I know a lot of people are really, really scared over here. And I can't tell you how many people looked at me and rolled their eyes at me and begged me not to go out of the country. And this has been since I went to Mexico in October, last October, a year ago. You shouldn't go there. I went to New York City, right here in the States. You shouldn't go there. I went to Florida. You shouldn't go there. But you know what? I think healthcare in our country is getting better and better. I think that we have the ability to address coronavirus and coronavirus symptoms. And I'm going to focus this on coronavirus, I think, for you, um, because it's still really top on people's minds. But we have better treatment. We have better care. We have much more knowledge. Um, and so people you know, who are getting sick are able to get into hospitals if they're not overcrowded and get the care that they need. I always tell my patients, if you feel like you're sick, who knows if it's the flu? Who knows if they should do a test, of course, if it's coronavirus, but whatever it is, stay well hydrated, eat, rest, get plenty of rest. And if you really feel sick, go to the hospital. Don't wait until you're on your deathbed, like I would probably do, you know, because I'm so stoic about these things. You know, I'm going to get better. The minute you really don't feel good, go to the hospital. There's all kinds of things that they can do for you to minimize symptoms and get your health better quicker. And I think this is um, indicative of what's going on in our healthcare system. Um, I know that there's a lot of people talking about how much money they're making off a COVID patient. And I get it. We're not even going to get into this. The politics of healthcare right now, we're not going to even get into this. I just want to strictly keep this about the incredible doctors in those systems that are really working hard day and night. And with so few doctors and nurses out there, I mean, we just are, we, we are just limited in what we have access to and how many people are there to help now. Um, a lot have passed away, a lot have quit their jobs, you know, due to COVID and all the other political stuff that we're not going to talk about. But we have fantastic nurses and aides and people there just trying to keep you healthy and keep you safe. And I think that's a fantastic part about our healthcare system. Now, if you really want to know what I think about a healthcare system, you know, in Europe, which is kind of interesting, when we arrived, they had all these rules. On day two, we needed to take a COVID test. And they still poke your brains out, by the way. First, they choke you. And then they poke your brains out. And then they send the test in. We had to do that on day two. We had to do it on day five. We had to do it on day eight. We had to do a fit to fly home test. So they really take healthcare serious there. Um, and it's interesting. They have private health care and then they have the public stuff and the public stuff yeah I think they maybe wait longer for that the private stuff you just pay a lot of money out of pocket and you get right into a doctor of course that's how I got my COVID tests done so fast I just had to pay privately they were very expensive compared to here um, but thankfully all negative so it was funny you know I was um, sitting in our apartment getting ready to go home and I was with a friend of mine, two friends of mine, actually, and we're sitting there and we're like, we're so negative. I'm so negative. How negative are you? And I poked up and I said, I'm so negative because I'm not positive. My test results had just come in and I literally had five minutes to get into a car and get to the airport. So, you know, we have different healthcare systems around the world. Um, I just actually talked to some a patient of mine who's in Poland for a year and she was not feeling well and went to um, the hospital there. And she said, Dr. Deb, I felt like it was maybe a 
really third world sketchy kind of hospital. The doctors were nice and everyone was really nice, but she said it was kind of creepy and everything looked really old and their equipment was really old and it was nothing like the state of the art stuff that we have here. So on the one hand, we're really blessed to live in a country that has incredible doctors that are great for critical care. And we have all of this really up-to-date, upcoming, amazing treatments and things that we can do. And on the other care, uh, and on the other hand, we have this system that, you know, really treats sick stuff and not the chronic degenerative stuff, which really keeps most of us hurting and unhealthy and not knowing what to do about our health. So, you know, when you get into that situation, I think it's really important to just take a step back, think about what's going on in your life, and then think about what approach is going to work for you. Do you want more medications or do you really want to get down to the underlying cause of the problem and fix it, which is what we do when we take the functional approach to your health as a functional medicine medicine practitioner. That's what I do. Are there times we need meds? Absolutely. Are there times that we really don't, but are prescribed it anyway? Absolutely. And that's where functional medicine kicks in for those of you who don't know what functional medicine is. All right. I think I'm done with my rant on the healthcare system. And, you know, we just got to give it a break right now because it's so overloaded and so strained or I guess I should say the sick care system and just do our best to stay healthy, wash hands, drink water, do ozone, do whatever you got to do to stay healthy during this time. Um, we have one more question coming in and I'm going to um, read it to you. And this is from Sherry and Sherry says, how can I find a functional medicine practitioner who will provide time and take time to figure out what's actually wrong with me? We have a question from Sherry. How can I find a functional medicine provider who will take the time to figure out what's actually wrong with me? Sherry, that's a great question. And I'll tell you, we are busier than ever as functional medicine docs in this office because we do just that. Take the time to figure out the true underlying cause of a problem and fix it. Now, how do you find a doctor like me? I think it's really important that you take your time and you do your research. Call the office. Ask to speak to the doctor. Ask for a free 15-minute consultation. Talk to somebody who can give you better information about the person who's offering the functional medicine care, the functional approach to your health, right? And you know what? That person most of the time is going to be a doctor, probably not a medical doctor, but oftentimes they're doctors like me. Chiropractors do this, which is incredible because we are already so in love with the alternatives to, you know, conventional medicine as chiropractic used to be thought of, um, you know, we're getting more and more mainstream, but with this pandemic or boy, functional medicine is just off the chain. People are just loving figuring out what's going on with them. How do we lose the weight? What do we need to do? And I would say, you know, how to find a doctor like me would be just Google us, call, ask about them, um, look at their training, look at their background. Do they actually have a certification in it? Or did they just take a course here and there, like a weekend course? And um, I think this really is important because anybody can put a shingle out and say, I'm a functional medicine practitioner. I actually have a certification in functional medicine. I did the hundreds of hours of extra education to get that. So Sherry, I think that is such an excellent question. Ask friends on Facebook, look for ads on Facebook, and then check the people out. And um, just for all of those who are not here in the Kennesaw Ackworth area, I do do functional medicine. So if you want to talk to me, just give our office a call at 770 
914-974-5215. And we can get you scheduled for an appointment so we can figure out what the heck's going on um, and fix that for you. You know what? We're getting to the end of our time together. So if you would like to email me, you can email me at feelbetter at lakepointwellnesscenter.com. You can go to my website at feelbetterhere.com or you can give me a call at 770-974-5215. We can have a good old-fashioned conversation. Until next time, wishing you loads and loads of health and happiness. Bye-bye.